Come on, grab it. Yeah. Come on, come on. Uh. Grace, get the word, it's Sunday. All right, welcome to episode four of Sunday Dinner, a Lewis Family Podcast. This week, we're locked in on a topic dealing with the deceased uh, Kevin Samuels. Uh, more, more so about what Dr. Jamal Bryant had to say on Mother's Day. Listen to this. You, you are listening to men who have no authority. How can a man say that you are of low value after 35? How can a man say that you do not have the level of traction of a high-powered man when that man has got to get a GoFundMe for his funeral? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. And then a week later, he came back and totally owned up to his comments and did apologize. Listen to this. One moment. I want to take a moment. Uh, last week, uh, while we were in worship, I made a reference uh, to now a deceased uh, public uh, critic and uh, public intellectual about relationships, Brother Samuels. Uh, as a consequence, uh, later information uh, came forth that uh, what it is that I said was uh, incorrect. Uh, this place is a place of truth. I wanted to take a moment and apologize to the Samuels family. I wanted to apologize to the larger community. Whoa, a GoFundMe? <laughs> that comment was pretty hard to come back from, especially with his following. Uh, so, family, I know you guys don't really know a lot about Kevin Samuels, um, but I know you know a lot about uh, Dr. Jamal Bryant. Um, so I really want to focus on his comments and his apology. Um, who has something to say about that? I think he was wrong completely. But I can't go any further with that because the man has apologized. And I don't think anybody else should take it any further after that. He, he took ownership to his statement. He took responsibility for his statement and it's done. But where he was wrong was trying to get a rise out of the con congregation by saying something slick out his mouth. That's basically what he did. Because the way he said it, you telling women this, 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 and you need to go fund me for your funeral. First of all, it was disrespectful to not only him, but his family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Secondly, that's not your business. How they pay for the funeral. I don't care if they counted pennies. That's right. their business. Mm -hmm. Right. Third, you're a man of God. God is love. Mm -hmm. well, well. And see, and I'm wrong for being irritated right now. But it's, it's in, in my head... I'm saying, you ought to know better, sir. But clearly he knows enough to come back and apologize. But did you apologize because you have such a large following and such a large church and it would be disastrous for too many people to get mad at you? 
or did you apologize because it truly was wrong and you truly have godly sorrow? Or are you just trying to prevent a bigger problem because of your reputation? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that last part that you said. What are your motives when you're apologizing? Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if it hadn't have gotten so big, would there have been an apology, a public apology? Um, But what really concerns me is after hearing this story, you have people that are not in the church, that are unchurched, that saw him, his behavior as wrong too. What does that say about what are people looking at when they look at us as Christians? What are we representing? We're supposed mm-hmm. to be representing God and his, his holiness and, and representing Christ on the earth. So when they see us gossiping or deliberately being mean and nasty to mm-hmm. people, what are they thinking? Mm-hmm. We're not being good witnesses at all. Yeah, and that's what, I, that's what we're talking about today is making sure that when we're in the public eye, not even if we're, even if, if celebrities, but in, even in regular life, even in the grocery store, even on our jobs, that we're living for God and showing godly examples at all times so that someone is not led astray. Because that's the, that's the number one thing that we don't want to be a stumbling block to anybody who does not know God. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many people in history. Um, and Omarion is not one, um, it's just one example. So many people in history who choose not to go to church because of the things that take place in church, mm-hmm. the, the people who the people in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the problem that's leading people away from God. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the church has not, is nothing to do with it. The church is just a building. Mm-hmm. It's just a congregation. Mm-hmm. But when you're leading people who are not church away from the church, you're leading them away, leading them away from God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's the most important thing is living a godly example. Mm-hmm. So that way people can be um, people can be led to God. Mm-hmm. Right, we're called to be salt and light, correct? So, correct. Mm-hmm. at the end of the day, um, in, in, in uh, we need to be focused on that. We need to be the salt and the light, the light being the main, the, the, the one thing, the light mm-hmm. in the light in the world of darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really think that that's super important. Um, and this is, of course, again, uh, Pastor Jamal did apologize. We don't know his motives, we don't know what was going on in his mind. But at the end of the day, he was public enough and man enough to apologize. Um, So I think that's important, no matter what the motives are, um, even though the motives are important, no matter what they um, were, he actually did it. And he didn't just do a post or do like a tweet or something like that. He got up on the pulpit and actually apologize. I think that was that was important. God bless him. I respect him for that. Mm -hmm. I can respect him for that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I cannot respect. And just like me, I was irritated a few minutes ago and I could have said that a little more better. I could have said it in a better way. I could have said it with with love. Mm -hmm. So I apologize publicly for 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 my anger. But it I had the kind of anger that I knew wasn't going to last. I said it that way because I feel passionately about using somebody as the brunt mm-hmm. of your joke. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not funny and it's not cute. Mm-hmm. And if you're a man of God, that is the last thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I'm irritated with the way that he delivered the message. Yes. Now, people know, I've listened to his messages. I've been blessed by his messages. The man is intelligent and he knows the word. Mm-hmm. But he can sometimes deliver the message in a way that reminds me of 
I don't know how else to put it. It reminds me of all of my siblings and I. We would sit around and we'd be joking around and talking about each other. What do they call it? We, we'd be jonesing on each other. Okay, but that's what he... I know it's an old word. It's old-fashioned. But that's the only way I can think of to describe it. If you're pre preaching in a way that um, that is supposed to be um, hurtful to somebody. Okay, let me put it this way. When he said, and you're supposed to be giving people advice, you're supposed to be a guru or expert, or whatever he said, and you got to get a GoFundMe for your... See what I'm saying? That was nasty to say that. Yes. Because some people need help. Mm -hmm. Some people need to GoFundMe. They don't have all the money they need for right. certain things. Right. Especially emergencies. Right. And so, um, it's not up to us to decide that it's tasteless to ask other people for money. Or... Or we don't get to decide that they don't have a right to ask for money. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And so that's my only point. If you are going to deliver the word, and I'm going on a tender, what I want to stick to is the fact that you're a man of the cloth. Yes, you apologized. But how about it shouldn't happen in the first place? Mm -hmm. How about that? Mm -hmm. Well, just listen to it. First of all, if you're a man of the cloth or man of God, you have a responsibility. First. First, over over top of everything, somebody who's not. I mean, yeah, they have a responsibility, but you're a man of talk. You have you have a responsibility to respect all people. Mm -hmm. And because you wouldn't be there if you if you didn't. So saying what he said um, initially, it looked like he said it in a moment of. High praise or high passion, but then it, it's just like the you know episode we did some time ago about you know somebody uh, who was it um, you you make a mistake when you do something and then you, you try to go back and fix it, but you have a great responsibility as a man man of the cloth. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can go back to back in the day with Jim Baker and and. Tammy Faye and all that stuff. The same thing. You have a great responsibility when you're appointed that. And when you make a mistake, yeah, come back. You, you got you got to apologize for it, but in today's world, and probably then too, you get flack from the stuff you do by not praying about it before you say it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you come back and, and I, I agree. People who are not saved... <clears throat> And you're exactly right. They don't trust ministers that do this stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They don't trust them. So they just don't. And I totally agree. You do have a responsibility as uh, a person that is um, a man of God or a woman of God yeah. who is really in control of delivering the word or depositing the word to somebody, especially that's mm -hmm. unsaved. Um, but I... We're not saying, right, that we're going to be perfect as yep. Christians. You right. Know, People up. make mistakes. Right. And I think that even though he did what he did, he said what he said, I do think whether his motives were pure or not, the act alone of him getting up there and apologizing, yep. hopefully that was a demonstration for people that... Yes, I made a mistake, but as a Christian, I'm willing to own up to that. You know? Yeah. Whereas other people that are not, you know, saved or not church, they would let it go or they would continue to create the situation. You know, so I hope that some people can see that part of right. it, even though he said what he said. So I agree that 
Yeah, coming back and apologize if he didn't, mm-hmm. then that yeah. that would be a great mistake. Yeah. So coming back and and doing it, and we we can't get into it. Says well, well he may apologize because um, he got some flack from this, flack from that. That's so that's why he apologized. So we can't go back and say that. We can't. We have no determination of that. Mm-hmm. The main thing is he did come by. He did come forth, and he apologized. Um, now at that point, we should leave it alone. There shouldn't be any more flat coming back at him because, okay, I think he did this because of this, because of that. It's just, but he just needs to make it perfectly clear to the people that are unsaved. Mm-hmm. You know, that he was, it was true, he was true about what he said. Mm-hmm. And as long as he makes that clear and simple, that, that helps. And, you know, because, but like you're right, when you're in that, when you're in that realm, you have to, you have to watch what you said. But let's talk about Amarion for a moment. Um, God bless him. Mm-hmm. I admire what he says. Um, I wouldn't repeat it word for word. <laughs> but I do admire what he said because a part of what he said was, why would you do that, basically, is what he was saying. Why would you say that? You have to think about his family. And so let's just say Jamal Bryant died that night and he didn't have an opportunity to come back and apologize. His, that man's mother, grandmother, aunts, uncles, cousins, friends, and family that love him would have had to live with the fact that he was made, that a joke was made about him when it wasn't even true. So that's my point. It should not have been said. There was no compassion in it. There was no love in it. And God bless Jamal Bryant. I love his sermons and I I like to listen to him. But sometimes we, and I'm not saying him specifically, preachers, people with um, the power of a large audience can be flip out of their mouths. They can be sarcastic or use people as the brunt of their jokes and none of that is okay. That's all I'm saying. So they get outside of their ministry. They get outside of for for a moment's notice they get outside of what their what their call is. Mm-hmm. And then you know, and then when you think about, okay, I, I messed up. Mm-hmm. So but what do you? Back. But what do you have in the church every week? You have yeah. a mixture. It's like a, yep. a, a fish, a, a bowl of fish. I mean, it's like, okay, you have the churched, those people that really love God and they're really trying to change their lives and better their lives. Then you have the world, because the world comes to church and the devil comes to church every Sunday, and so you have a conglomerate, mm-hmm. a mixture of people that are at different levels. Mm-hmm. And some people don't know what to do with what you just said. Yeah. And that's the part they'll remember. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sorry. Back to Marion. I think that's what you were bringing up. Well, I, I don't want to monopolize really... the conversation, so go ahead. I, I just feel what, what you guys were saying, um, nothing for Omarion particularly. I agree with what he said. Um, and to me, it's sad that yeah. Yeah. a person who is unchurched, and we don't know Omarion's life. He might have gone to church. He, he might have been in, church. The first, yeah. in the front seat every Sunday. Who knows? But <laughs> the fact that, you know, him, his, his image. image is secular, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's sad when a person like that and that, you know, 
realm has to bring up what we already know, what he should have already known. Right. That was wrong to say. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was going to say, I think sometimes pastors, ministers um, don't realize their influence uh, sometimes on, especially babes in Christ and how they can influence their spirits. Um, and I really think this was an example of, of that. Exactly. And I do agree he got out of his... Um, he used his authority and power in this manner to, to disadvantage, actually, the, the, the family of um, Kevin. So I just really feel that um, he, he wasn't aware of that comment, how it would really influence not just the family, but also probably his own status and his own you know, following. So I truly think, I wonder about his motives, but... Um, yeah, it was just sad that Omari had to bring it up. After uh, reviewing uh, or reading about the story of uh, Kevin Samuels and the pastor who said those comments, um, I think it was really, you know, tied up in a bow, sort of, you know, the pastor said what he said, and um, I believe he was wrong to even mention his name, you know, because he has passed on and he can't defend himself in his com in the comments. He can't make any um he can't make any comeback because he's gone. And so his family is left to really pick up the pieces of what the pastor has said. And so and his family is right to really just be offended by what he said because you know, that pastor doesn't know the entire story of behind the Samuels family. So, um, I think, um, the pastor didn't have to say what he said. Having said that, I think that, um, the pastor was, um, respectful in his apology and I'm glad that he apologized and owned up to his mistake. Hopefully he won't make that same mistake again in the future because then his accountability will be in question. So, you know, I think this was all tied up nicely. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know too much about uh, Cam and Sa- uh, Kevin Samuels outside of a few clips I've seen and every clip I've seen of him, they, um, He's talked about women um, in a certain light, you know, that might find be might that that may some may find disrespectful, but that wasn't the issue here. The issue is the rumors that the pastor had spread uh, uh, regarding the GoFundMe. So I think um, people get caught up in, into uh, um, people's ideologies and what they say and what they uh, believe in order to stay on what which uh, whatever side of the fence that they're on and what we got to realize um, is to really just look at the facts here the facts is the pastor said what he said um, about a man who is no longer with us who can't defend himself and he really should have been re- more respectful and another fact is that he apologized and I think that was you know I think it's all tied up in a bow and it's you know um, I think that was the. I think that at the end of the day, the pastor was respectful and he owned up to his mistakes, and that's really all that matters. And I think um, Sam and his family are able to move on. But that's all I really have. 
All right, this was a great, open, honest discussion about this topic. Uh, peace and blessings to Dr. Jamal Bryant. But most of all, our condolences and prayers to the Samuels family. Remember, saints, we are king's kids, so we need to operate in kingdom culture. So join us next week to talk about another topic on Sunday Dinner, a Lewis Family Podcast. See you soon. Sunday.